News Talk 1340 KROCAM. It's a broad talk day, and we have got a full studio. And a bonus dude along on the Broad Talk Show, Andrew Galeska is here. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. It's great to be here with you. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Hey. Oh, what's happening over there? Are you wrestling with the head? Karen's trying to, to help Lynn with uh, show prep. God bless. All right. Equipment. Karen is here. Joy and Brianna and Burton is on assignment. Lynn. Diesel's here. Lynn, Diesel's here. Uh, and Lynn is here, too. Good morning, Lynn. Good morning. All right. Um, but... We have to start off with Andrew because he's our special guest. Oh, my yes. goodness. You're just a guest, Lynn. Andrew right. is our special guest. <laughs> Making me nervous now. <laughs> well, it is a big uh, moment in, I don't know, my life, actually, how geeked out over organ music I have become. And it is absolutely 100% because of you, Andrew. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. What a responsibility. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. All right. So we'll talk about uh, what's coming up and the reason why you're here. But first of all... Um, I cannot, for anyone who has never heard Andrew play, there is no way for me to explain how awesome he is, other than to say, the first time that uh, Andrew came and played at our church, everyone in church, including my children, went, ah, and dropped their jaw and just sat and listened to him. And then when it was done, we all cheered like it was a rock concert because nobody had ever heard, a whole congregation had never heard anything as beautiful as Andrew playing the organ. So, Andrew, you've got a gift. First of all, let's establish it. I remember that very well and was overwhelmed and also scared. (laughs) (laughs) These people are starving for great organ music. Absolutely. I was like, Rochester, wow, they love organ music. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now tell me, because you have been, um, you just have, this gift of music has been with you your whole life. Tell me why you love the organ so very much. Well, you know, I was, grew up Catholic and went to a great Catholic school, and I remember like in first grade sitting down in the church and seeing this huge pipe organ up in the back and I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the power that it it can bring. I love how it can shake a building Um, and if you've never experienced that come and hear us uh, this weekend. Anytime. Right. Any given Sunday. But especially this Sunday. Especially this Sunday. There's a special concert coming up. Absolutely. This Sunday at 4 o'clock we have our dedication of our new organ which uh, is with the Rochester Chamber uh, Mayo Chamber Symphony, and you're not going to want to miss this at all. Well, I heard it was funny because, um, well, first of all, explain to these girls and to the listeners your um, interview here in Rochester at Christ United Methodist Church for this position. Sure. So I arrived and I sat down at this kind of organ that was falling apart right while I was playing it. And it was a very tough interview. And I also had the flu with a temperature of 102. Okay. So flying and traveling. And the traveling part was made a little bit more treacherous by the May 2nd blizzard that we had. That was the day of his – was it the day after your interview? No, actually that was after I accepted the position and said, what the heck did I just get myself into? Why am I going to Rochester, Minnesota? (laughs) But I'm happy that I'm here. Absolutely. So um, the other thing that I learned about you is that at the age of 12, you – did you write a piece for the organ? the age of 12, I had my first – Church Concert. job. Wow. First church job. Started playing the piano at, at six years old, organ at nine, and then was employed by 12. <laughs> wow. 
Get to wow. work. Yep. Child labor laws. No, no that don't no, apply. No, that don't no, apply. No, in not church. Church. <laughs> <laughs> Put that kid fingers. to work. Okay, so you, uh, I, I was reading some of the, the press release about this event that's coming up on Sunday, and you not only uh, studied the organ, but you kind of may have technically become an organ. Wow. Because you are so into the organ. So what what did you go and do in Europe? What is happening? Oh, I've I've studied everywhere. Some great people. Olivier Latrie of Notre Dame. Um, all of my degrees are in organ and choral conducting from universities around the country. Uh, toured around the country, toured around the world, playing amazing instruments everywhere. Excellent. And ours at Christ United Methodist Church is an amazing instrument now that it's redone. Yeah, so um, you took the job I did. with this broken, terrible organ. That, with the promise. With the promise. That, <laughs> that it was going to be an amazing instrument, and a year and a half later, it is simply stunning. Technically, they started fundraising to replace the organ at Christ United Methodist Church in the 60s and then again in the 80s, and they could never get enough money together to fully restore the organ until this last push. There are some dedicated volunteers that made it happen. Yes. And um, it was so funny, the timing of it, because you got the job. Actually, we got the money raised. We signed the contract to come and get the organ and take it away for a year and a half. You got the job and started playing the fill-in organ. Is that yes. what happened? I called it the toaster. <laughs> the toaster. Yes. And I heard you play the toaster, though. You were very good at oh, it. Oh, well, thank you. You made that toaster sing like no one else. Yes. Well, well thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and it was great, the timing of it, how it all worked out. Because if Andrew had shown up on the scene while we were still fundraising, it would have been the end. No one would have given another dime because he could make the toaster sound so good. Oh, no. <laughs> and the pastor, remember, Mike said, it's a good thing we've wrapped up fundraising for this. Well, technically, enough fundraising for this because we would have never gotten anyone to donate it. <laughs> How awesome this sounds. Okay, so fast forward to this Sunday. What's this, happening this Sunday? This Sunday, 4 o'clock, Christ United Methodist Church. Um, amazing program, like I said. Uh, sharing the program uh, with me is uh, John Schultz, who's the conductor of the Mayo Chamber Symphony, and we're doing music for organ and orchestra, and then I'll have a couple of mind-blowing organ pieces uh, with my feet a-flying and the building shaking. <laughs> last, and week, last week, I don't know what you were doing with your feet. I was up in the balcony, but your feet were moving so fast, and Laurel Naylor got done, it. you got done, and she goes, I can't even run that fast. His <laughs> feet were moving so fast. It's my cardio. That was it is my cardio. cardio. I That's bet. Sure. I bet you get a good workout. Absolutely. You have a little towel back there to towel off. I do. No, no. You have impressed. I need a shower after <laughs> I play. <laughs> you have impressed my relatives so much that they're my mom. My mom is coming from South Dakota and bringing my aunt and my cousin who it's play amazing. organ in our hometown church. Yep. I, there's someone else whose mom is coming from Kentucky. Oh, I heard goodness. from this for this concert. So my plan. I'm figuring the church is going to be so full after service on. Sunday, I'm just going to sit back down and stay, and just stay. And just I'm going to pack a lunch when I go to church. And this is my, I'll spread out a coat for my family, or a picnic basket, you know, a nice little checkered uh, blanket. I'm taking this spot up. Okay, see, you're pressuring him. This is too much to handle. All those people, full crowd. You can do it though, Andrew. Oh, thank you, thank you. So please come and join us. Yeah. It will be a musical experience you will never forget. And if you've never experienced organ, real, true organ music, uh, please come and see us. The way that I know that it's a good deal is that I've seen more than on one occasion people who are visiting our church or just new to the church 
hold up their phone and start recording him playing the organ. And and I go, and I took a picture once. I'm like, this is how you know you got a great organist. Well, I thought you were <laughs> going to say holding up lighters or something <laughs> at the, while I was playing. We'll do that on Sunday. <laughs> that would be fun. All right. So not only do we have a great organ now at Christ United Methodist Church that we want you to come and listen to at 4 o'clock on Sunday, but you brought some organ pipes with you? I brought organ pipes for us to kind of have fun with. Okay. Um, so they're like our different families of sounds on the organ. And I'll just start off with one of the gentler ones. And this is like a flute sound. Okay. And so... Oh, Diesel. <laughs> oh, no, Diesel. Sorry, Diesel. <laughs> that was Lynn for a second getting all excited over there. That did kind of sound like a flute. Yeah, yeah. it's a flute pipe. And just just realize that I've only brought, what, five pipes here? Yeah. But the organ at, at Christchurch has about 4,000. What? And they range from the size of your pinky to 16, 32 feet. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, what's the other what's the what one they, I have that looks like you could use it in the zombie apocalypse? Well, that is actually a trumpet pipe. And if you want, just cup your hand over the, the end here and give it a blow and hear what that Where sounds I, like. Where do I blow? Right here. I blow Right here? there at the end, yep. That's nice. That is a trumpet blow. Yeah. I have a future. <laughs> How many of them are there? It's okay. There's five. There's five oh, okay, here. Five. All right. Who's going to blow the wooden one? Well, we're going to figure this out. We're going to take a break. Diesel okay. might have to leave the room if he's going to yeah, free. He, yeah, he's he going to. All right. We'll take a break. We have to do that, and we'll take a look at the weather I forecast, and then we'll come back. Um, you're listening to Broad Talk with our special guest, Andrew Goleska from Christchurch on KROCAM. News Talk 1340 KROCAM. This is Broad Talk. We have a room full of people, including new friend Andrew Goleska is here from Christ United Methodist Church, the organist, the music director. And the best little kids choir director. I know oh, you work with goodness. the big kids, the adults too. But I do, yes. You and your a, son is in my choir. Yeah, I have a, I have a special spot for you because you have got a unique way of inspiring these children by giving them um, competitions. <laughs> we do American Idol competitions. American yes. Idol type competitions, which the kids love and go crazy for. But the f- uh, the best part about it is the prizes that you give away. Oh, yes. Sometimes people might not consider them to be prizes. Well, tell tell us what I give away. I forget because well, I just go through my office before the, the rehearsal <laughs> and say, what I don't need this anymore. The best one that I ever saw was the lollipop that had the worm in it. Oh, yes. We did that. And we did scorpion lollipops, <laughs> scorpion too. Scorpion lollipops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's um, something about that kid of mine that all he, he doesn't even care what the prize is. He just wants to win it. Yes. He, that's his. I, I've noticed that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's hard to miss. And where do you think he got that? I don't know. I don't know. Joel. I don't, do you? Could be. So. No, I don't think it's Joel either. <laughs> the thing about it is inspiring people to love music is definitely a gift. And that is something that Andrew has that he is going to be um, displaying this Sunday along with the Mayo Chamber, Chamber Symphony. Symphony. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how Schultz big is the, is the Mayo Chamber Symphony? About 50. 50 people. 50 people. So it's going to be a heck of a shindig on, on Sunday. You have to be there. And you're saying that the music is going to be even better than a typical Sunday, which I can't believe. So I'm really looking forward to this now. Oh. Okay. You brought all of these different organ pipes, organ pipes mm-hmm. with you. And Karen, you're not going to touch one, are you? I'll, I'll use my hand. That's okay. fine. Yep, yep, that's fine. <laughs> I started thinking, Karen's not going to touch something that she can't oh, no. sanitize. <laughs> I know how she is. <laughs> you know me. Okay, on the count of, oh, do I get to direct this? You do, you okay. do. One, two. 
okay. We'll lower the bridge and we'll let everybody. <laughs> Do we have a future? Makes me want to go on a boat. It really does. It sounds I, like I'm in Florida. Again. I guarantee it will sound a lot better a lot on better. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you trying to <laughs> That's excellent. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for being here. I, what, what is it uh, that you have learned about Rochester? Over because you're not originally from Florida. Everybody no, was worried from about you. Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Last year when we went through that winter, we were all worried about you because we thought you were originally from Florida. No, 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 no. Um, originally from the Northeast, so I'm used to cold weather, but not Minnesota cold weather. <laughs> Like the 32 below zero, and then the day that it was like 60 below yeah. with wind chill was um, frightening. It, it chases it chases lesser people away. Yes, but I've, it? I've, to I'm places stronger like Georgia? and and more <laughs> mentally stable now. I, I was surprised because I would think that uh, winters along the ocean, the Northeast, mm-hmm. I have always pictured those as being brutal Mm-mm. winters. For um, especially for people's hands, I don't know. Was there a hand lotion commercial where they had? Oh, I'm Only a fisherman. The lobster guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, with my dry, rough, chapped hands. Right. I was not a lobster fisherman. <laughs> not for organists. No, I was not organist. a problem. <laughs> inside, his job is inside. Tracy. Right. Oh. Right. Yeah. Are your fingers insured, by the way? Yes, for millions upon millions. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, actually, there is there is no insurance company that will do that. Okay, you've looked. That I well, yes, I have looked that I could afford probably <laughs> probably Lloyd's of London, but you know, if you want to cut me a check for a million, that'd be great. <laughs> the other thing uh, that would be insurable probably would be your socks because ah, you have very fancy socks. Yes, which so, is key for playing an organ. Actually, I think so. Um, kind of my trade secret and my little fun thing is. I wear funky socks. Like today, I have <laughs> my polka lucky dot socks. Oh, I love them. Polka dot Aww. socks on. Yes. Aww, so good. you'll have to wait and see what I'm going to pull out for the. You have special socks for the symphony. All ready to go. Oh, does it match your tie? Because I've heard that you have some socks that match your tie. Even I do have that. At one point in my career, I had uh, someone who was making me matching socks and ties. <laughs> wow! Now that's dedication. That is dedication. See, that's that is a dedication. fan. The church that gossip is. is he's got socks that match his ties. <laughs> <laughs> the church ladies chat. That's so funny. That's so funny. Well, now I think I have figured it all out when it comes to my kid because he's he's a snazzy socks guy. That was on his he birthday does. list, and maybe oh. this is where it comes from. See the influence mm-hmm. music has? <laughs> <laughs> music and a great pair of socks. Oh, thank you so much for being here, Andrew. It's oh, been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Come and, and see us on Sunday. Come, Yeah. Come and see us on Sunday and get ready to sit close to your neighbor. Yeah, packed in there. It's going to be packed. All right. It's 1028 at KROC. Andy Brownell has a look at news. And when we come back, whoop, we're switching degrees or switching directions and going to decorating. That's coming up next. KROC AM. News Talk 1340 KROC AM. This is Broad Talk on KROC. Isn't it great having a guy in here every once in a while? It is. Shakes it up. Shake, <laughs> Shakes it up. Miss, messes it up a little bit. Yeah, we like it. In a I, good way. I am kind of um, kicking myself. and like I don't really want to highlight the fact that we're having this awesome concert on sat- Sunday at 4 because I'm afraid there's not going to be room for me. So I think true. <laughs> maybe I should be telling people, it's at 5. That's terrible. That's terrible. All right. uh, The girls are all here. Brianna, Joy, Karen. Burton is on assignment. Lynn has stepped into her place. Good morning once again, Lynn. Good morning. When we go out to lunch, let's see, would you be, that make you the sixth beetle? 
If I'm the fifth, you're the <laughs> yes, sixth. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Six. All right. So you fit right in with this whole story. You like to um, just look at Karen with a double take like, what? Just like the rest of us. We love Karen. But, I've noticed that look. But unlike the rest of us, you have a great little um, thing that you do specifically with Karen, and I'm kind of picking up on it, which is making, against her wishes, making Karen sing. Oh, yes. Yeah. When, explain how you do it and when you discovered it. Um, I think I discovered it during the election. Okay. And if I just start singing something that Karen knows, she jumps right in. And she can't help herself. And huh? I just stop and she keeps going till she realizes she's doing a solo. It's <laughs> quite so fun. That's what made. And I don't do it on purpose. It's just I'm done singing, but she's not. <laughs> that awesome. is not quite true. If you see the glint in her oh, eye yeah. when she watches Karen continue. Oh, That's please. what made uh, my campaign so much fun. Exactly. You know, true, these true. two breaking into song. You'd say a key word, people. Mm-hmm. And people, and then people who need people. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that was you trained her. You have trained her. Really yeah, good, it's Karen. only because she's sitting there pinching herself going, not singing, not singing, not singing. <laughs> because dog. how many times have she said, I'm not going to do it anymore. And then Lynn just waits five minutes. <laughs> and then all of a sudden just, Boom. you know, lets it out there. Yep. Yep. So uh, you have written a book. I have. I didn't even know this Stop was in the, the works. I know. You were so busy having lunch with us, I had no idea you had time to write a book. I was listening to everything you were saying, and it's in oh, the book. Not, good. <laughs> not really. All right, so what's your book about? My book is about designing tips, decorating tips. I have, you know how you always have that go-to friend that's the one with all the cool recipes and yeah. the one with the exercise Tracy stuff, and <laughs> I was always the go-to friend for... What color should I paint my room? Where should I put my furniture? How should I do this and that? And so after probably more years, I want to say, I decided to put it in a book. So now when people call and ask you that, you just say the book is right here and it costs twelve ninety five. dollars Page 37. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. So did you actually just take the tips that you've given to all of your friends over the years and yeah. made a book? I did. I did. Some of the top tips, shall we say. Please share. And um, the title of the book is Put That Chair Where the Sun Don't Shine. And that is <laughs> thanks to my husband who thought that was a rather catchy title. And it seems to be. It I, is. A lot of comments on the title. So I just realized when you say that, though, that I am breaking that twofold in my kitchen. There are two chairs where the sun shines. (laughs) But I think it's chairs that fit, Tracy. Maybe these are tips for chairs that don't fit. Oh, okay. Well, the problem with putting your chairs where the sun shines is you can get some fading of the fabric and the wood. Mm -hmm. Or if you have a wood floor or carpeting, it can also fade those as well. So what are you going to do? It's a southern window. Take the title and run, my friend. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I'm not moving it. I love sitting in the sunshine, and I'm just going to buy when the when the Faded out chairs. Buy new. Yeah. Just buy that and as well. Reupholster. True. Very true. That. Or give the kids a can of spray paint. Yeah. Go ahead. Go. Spray paint <laughs> yes. the furniture. Well, okay. Since you say that, there is fabric spray paint. And that has been done. Serious? Yes. One of my clients bought a chair at uh, Goodwill, I believe, and it was the wrong color. So she bought the fabric spray paint and Isn't it, it looks lovely. Uncomfortable to sit on? No, because it's not like paint paint. It's okay. made for fabric. So it's soft and cozy. Heavens. I never um, knew that. Just don't burn it like Karen did. Let yeah. her boys do the chair or the couch. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did that end up coming to pass? You've got a sofa that you didn't want anymore, so you just drug it outside? Or how did it get up 
end up outside? Well, our friend Danny Woolley used to intern here. Him and my other son just found it in a dumpster, so they brought it home. And thought, I come out, they go, hey, come on outside. And I go out, and all their friends are sitting on it like the, the TV show friends. Right. And... You know, anyway, they wanted to have some fun with it. I'm like, you know what? If this is the worst thing they do, then go for it. Fireworks <laughs> inside, you know, matches, as long as it's contained. I had a, an eye on it. <laughs> so, they, oh, geez, she it had fun. an eye on it. Okay. She did. Right. Oh, Somebody did. But, but actually, yeah. So, anyway, that's how that happened. But we've moved on since then. <laughs> and we have no kids at home. So, Lynn actually came into my new home and, and helped me decorate it. And it looks beautiful. I get compliments all the time. You're in the book. Your your I house pictures are in the book. Karen's house is in the book. Really? Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. she was it the do-overs? Like, the before <laughs> and after? Did you do that? I did not do before and after. Okay. Because it, before was empty. Okay. And the after was with furniture. Ah, so. gotcha. But so, the one thing that, that she did for me, um, for my from my home, was clear the clutter. Can mm-hmm. you guess that that's from my house? Because I hate clutter. And there, have long streams of... Um, Fun things to look at, not clutter. So anyway, don't have a lot of stuff on your counters. Wait, go back to that. Have long strings. Like long streams. <laughs> oh, streams. Like have a long stream of view. Of Nothing to block not, your view. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Go, say it, Lynn. <laughs> say it, oh, Lynn. Geez, Lynn. People don't come struggle to my with clutter. Clutter is a problem. And for many people, if you have clutter on your countertops or in your space, it clutters your brain. And so you just constantly have this chaos going on. I would on. say it also clutters your soul. It mm-hmm. does. I'm not it being dramatic when I does. say that, no. but it makes me feel so much absolutely. better. Absolutely inside. It's like I have a clean car, I've got a clutter-free kitchen, all of a sudden I feel like a million bucks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. Your environment plays so much into how you live your life, far mm-hmm. more than people realize. And that includes your office at work. It includes everything. Your garage. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> she could have done without saying that, huh? Yeah. Well, it's the first thing you see when you get home is you pull your car in your garage. But doesn't it feel good when your garage is cleaned up and yes. tidied up? But let's just take a break and remember that Joy's married to Mr. Fix-It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The hoarder. That's the problem. <laughs> He's a hoarder. Garage yeah. hoarder. Mm-hmm. I can just, I can just get my, when my garage door went up, Brianna goes, you pull your car in there. Because <laughs> like, I had to pull be, it in there. You got to be strategic. Yeah. It's like a stealth move when what you about, get my car in the garage. <laughs> what about collections, though? There are so many people that have collections of things. And to me, that's why I don't like to collect anything. Because to me, that's just categorizing your clutter. It is. It can be. Mm-hmm. But collections, I think, are important if they make you feel good. So my philosophy on your home is that... It needs to um, be functional, it needs to be beautiful, but it needs to serve you. And so if those collections are what you love, then put them out and look at them and enjoy them. Um, Sometimes you can rotate. Mm -hmm. So you have, let's say you have 15 of one type of thing. You put three or four out, then you switch them out periodically. I'm a big um, seasonal changer. You just reminded me that I have yet to put my Easter decorations out. It's always about 48 hours before the holiday. I go, oh, and that's fine. Darn it, it's Halloween. It works for you. Hmm. That's well, all that matters. It actually doesn't really work for me. I need to, for some reason, put a little calendar item on my, like, get out your Easter decorations. 
Yes. Mm. It's uh, 1043 at KROC. We need to take a quick break. While we're speaking with Lynn, she is the author of Put Your Chair Where the Sun Don't Shine. Correct? And other decorating tips. other (laughs) decorating tips. I don't know. I just like the threat part of it a little bit more. Uh, Carol's Corn and Carol's Cup are in the subway of the Kaler Grand Hotel. They are open seven days a week. You can stop in and get some of the most delicious um, frozen yogurt. And you serve it yourself. If you haven't been there before, or maybe it's been too long since you have been, go into Carol's Cup. They've got the little sample sizes. You can try those. And, of course, we always say the Broad Talk Challenge is the sugar-free, fat-free vanilla, Yeah, which is the only... Sugar-free, fat-free product I've ever had that does not have an aftertaste. It's amazing. I dreamt about it last night. I'm like, <laughs> I have got to get in there and get some of that. I do not say Crazy. those words lightly, lightly but it's no, true. There is no true. aftertaste. It is so good. None. And you just um, put as much in your cup as you would like. You serve yourself, and then you top it yourself. There is healthy cut-up fruit. There's nuts. There's granola. And then there's candy and syrups and those all kinds of... little ball things? Yeah, those little juicy oh, like those. balls, so whatever those good. are called. They're very good. Um, stop in and see them today and, and tell them that we sent you. Say the yeah. broads. Say hi. Where's the where's the the sugar-free, fat-free vanilla? I have to yeah. take the challenge. Uh, Carol's Corn and Carol's Cup is in the subway of the Kaler Grand Hotel. Stop in and see them today. This is Broad Talk on KROC. Brianna, Joy, Karen, Burton is on assignment, and Lynn Wilson is here with a new book that she wrote called Put That Chair Where the Sun Doesn't Shine. Don't shine. Don't. Don't. Don't shine. Love that title. You know, when I had my um, accident, I had really nice furniture in my house. Like, I got compliments on my table and was very, very nice. And then this brain injury happened, and I wanted everything out. Like, Like, it was maddening. Like, I'm like, get it out, get it out, get it out. I can't have this in here. And now, if you came to my house, you'd be like, what the heck is going on here like what did you get rid of what are you talking like about? i had a beautiful glass dining room table with leather chairs with this beautiful wrought iron underneath of it and i living in furniture all nice coordinated so like tables lamps yeah she did everything every and- everything my office i took i had these beautiful french preville french french provincial, provincial chairs and this antique uh, sink commode thing i just so was it all too much stimulation my, my for your bedroom, brain is that out. what it was it was too much like, stimulation for your brain like i i didn't like it like i hated it like get it out of my house and i had the guy come with the semi and he loaded it up and took it away and cliff came home and he's like what <laughs> and i was just like so if your partner or friend has a brain injury, please <laughs> watch over them. them and do not let them have somebody come and pick up all their nice furniture, okay? Well, yeah, but you know what you said to us at that time, which you may not remember now, but you felt like it was a slap in your face of the old joy. As You remember when she used to refer mm-hmm. to herself as that? And you said, this is her stuff. This is this is what she liked. And Joy was kind of the go-to. You know, everybody had Joy come over and assess what paint colors to go on and do all that kind of stuff. And you were, that was more of your drive was that was her taste. And this isn't necessarily my taste. 
Interesting. Well, holy Hannah, I got a hot mess now. <laughs> you so wish you had it all back. Over. I got a hot mess of furniture now in there because I just been like, you know, I can't, like, I can't get my thought process together. So I like got willy nilly. I got orange cushion chairs in my dining room and I got maroon curtains going oh, on. It's and, eclectic, right? You know, yeah. I don't even know if you can call it eclectic. You can call it. Goodwill posh. <laughs> well, goodwill can be posh. You Just need that um, what you get. that fabric paint, evidently. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I don't know what I need, but I don't know. I need something. Okay, What's well, tip, oh, sorry, Tracy. Tip number 46 says mix antique and modern pieces together to give both a fresh and eclectic look. There you so go, Joy. You Are the 70s called antiques? Is that antiques? <laughs> it probably is by now, yeah. Sadly. <laughs> that whole kind of tip, which I appreciate means something to you, Lynn, is like gibberish to me because I don't understand. I don't get it. I When there was the whole... You know, the the shoe line up in heaven, and there was the, um, you've got the personality line, and I was in the wrong line. I did not get the, my love of shoes. I do not understand belts. I do not understand decorating. There's a lot of things that most girls get that I do not get, and when it comes to decorating, what did you say? Modern with mix a mix right. of modern and, and antique? Yeah. Blah, but, blah, your, blah, blah. but your house is lovely. <laughs> yes, it is. Your My house, house is, is just a, like you're saying, it's just a, I have never bought anything with the idea of this will look great as a set. Everything together is going to go together. I just kind of think, well, the the only thing that I can do is just kind of buy stuff that I like. And that's so, the most important thing you can do. So I'm lucky then if it ends up that it looks okay, because <laughs> in my head... I just think, well, it's just a room full of stuff that Tracy likes. <laughs> let go, of, well, let go the, with anything. The important thing there is Tracy lives there. So <laughs> it should. And that is truly my philosophy because a lot of people don't like to have decorators or designers come in because it's not them. Mm-hmm. It's, and it doesn't matter when I leave if I like your house. Sure. It only matters if you do because it needs to serve you and be what you want people to know about your family. Two eight two one two three four. If you have a question, please give us a call. Good morning. Welcome to the program. Do you have a decorating question? Are you kidding? Well, I don't know why you're calling, Norm, if you don't have a decorating question. I want to know what you're doing talking on a radio station that I receive in New Mexico over the Grand Junction, Colorado station. I said, my God, I've driven a thousand miles, didn't even realize it. I'm home. (laughs) <laughs> now, you didn't answer my question that you, you said that on Facebook, but you didn't answer my question. I know. I don't know how to were do you, that. No, but were you, li- well. were you listening to, a, was it a promo for Mayo Clinic Radio, or was it a I, Mayo I Clinic Health Minute? I don't know. I was, I, health was minute. Surfing, I was scanning the radio stations, and I got a signal from this one, and yeah. here's, what the hell, that's Tracy McCray. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, yeah. No, that's a Mayo Clinic Health Minute. I'm I'm willing to bet you a buck that's what that is. And those are heard millions, nor millions of times per month. Is that crazy or what? That's Across crazy. the country, that, but that's wonderful. Are you coast to coast and border to border now? We are, and the Mayo Clinic radio program is on thirty affiliate stations around the country as well. So that's what you were hearing. I'm not. Well, I'm not following he's you. Speechless. I'm, I'm not haunting Norm you. Norm is speechless. That's Norm. not possible, is it? See, Norm. Back to the point. You have a decorating tip. 
or do. do you want I advice? Do oh, he does. Yep. Good. Let's hear it. If you like it, buy it and the hell what other people think. <laughs> Amen, Norm. Amen. <laughs> he and I are the same philosophy. Thanks, Norm. So I, I have Bye. an issue, and that's why I feel like even at 50 years old, I don't feel like my house has ever come together. I have things in it I like, but I have things that are just functional. And it's yeah. because I can't so- decide what I like. Oh. I mean, like my, I walk into my mother-in-law's home and it's all there. It's her. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I walk into my mom's home. It's her. I don't know what I am. Hmm. And maybe it's because I was in the same line you were. Maybe we were in a different line together talking. Yeah. Maybe we went to lunch. When <laughs> <they> <laughs> went to, but we I see things that I really like, but I can't, I don't feel like I can ever pull it all in. Is she being too hard on herself, Lynn, or does she have a style and she doesn't know it? Yes and yes. She's being way too hard on herself. She does have a style. She just doesn't know it yet. And it really truly is all about what you like and what serves you. And to heck, as Norm said, to heck with everybody else. If you like it, it works. What is the tip that uh, is resonating with people or the one that people really latch on to and can start implementing first? Well, I think the tip that people are most surprised about is the first tip in the book, mm-hmm. uh, which was placed there on purpose. Okay. And that is that you choose your paint color last. Oh. Oh. Darn. I thought you do that first. Huh. Yes, that's what everyone thinks. But <laughs> do that last. when you paint a room, let's say every client I've had who has done it that way struggles mm-hmm. and cannot get it how they want it. Because now with technology, we can match paint color to anything. Hmm. So go find the pillows, go find the rug, go find the whatever, that inspiration piece, and build from that, and then your color is last because they can match the color. Hmm. Every time I hear that tip, you know, in Better Homes and Gardens or something along those lines, I think I'm just going to go up and stand in my living room and just look around going, all right, where's the inspiration piece? Where are you? (laughs) Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I'll go to a store and I'll, where's the inspiration piece? Where is it? Because it always just drives me crazy and I want to throw the magazine across the room when they say, I thought the inspiration from a little vase that I brought back from Sedona. And it's six inches and I'm like... (laughs) That's the inspiration for your whole stinking room? Your whole house? Are yes. You ki- are you kidding like me? Oprah's bathtub that was made out of one piece of marble? <laughs> well, thanks, Oprah. Yeah. Where can we get your book, Lynn Wilson? You can get my book uh, at my website, homestyledesign.biz, B-I-Z. Or you can email me at lynn, or a homestyledesigner at yahoo.com. Um, is the before and after of my kitchen cup- cupboards going to be in your next book? Yes, ma'am. Excellent. We're <sighs> fixing the cubby problem. She helped me solve the cubby problem. Awesome. Very excited about it. <sighs> you hate those cubbies. You, with a passion. <laughs> White, hot passion of a thousand flames. But she loves her chairs in the sun. I do love my sunny chairs. <laughs> you can come and sit on them on a snowy day and you love it. It's uh, 1057 KROCAM.